Hi everyone, welcome into Great Iron Deutschland. We are now at the time of recording under one month away from the game in Germany, the Seattle Seahawks against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the first ever game in Munich. For people listening to this podcast on the Great Iron Podcast, Network in English. We've got a great show for you today with our hosts Tiziana Hall and Julian Barsh in English. They speak with Jeff Richards, who is a marketing manager at the Seattle Seahawks, to talk about different aspects of what the Seahawks plan to do in Munich. They also speak to Super Bowl champion Cliff Averill in a fantastic interview. And they also speak to a guy that's currently on the roster, on the practice squad for the Seattle Seahawks, Aaron Dalcor, who went through the international player protocol pathway and talks about his journey to becoming a player within the NFL. This is a great listen, regardless if you support the Seahawks or not, and we're going to do something similar over the next few weeks with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the latest installment of Great Iron Deutschland. Today we have the Seahawks legend Cliff Avery with us on the show. Hi, Cliff. How are you doing? I am well. I am well. How are you guys doing? Well, fine. It's great <laughs> talking to you. Um, you played for the Seahawks for several years between 2013 and 2017. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about your story with the Seahawks? How was it playing for them and how did they shape you also as a person? Oh, no, it was great. Um, you know, playing with the Seahawks uh, after leaving Detroit for five years and playing for the Seahawks for five years, it was definitely a big difference, a culture change more so than anything. Uh, it taught me the difference between, honestly, a winning mindset and kind of what everybody else is doing. Uh, and, and, you know, having Coach Carroll as, as, the, as the guy leading the charge, you know, you learn a lot of things from him on how to lead how to be a great leader, how to get guys to go out and play for one another, um, to, to, to love to play for one another. I think that was the biggest thing. And, and it was all genuine. It wasn't forced. He put a bunch of guys that had different characteristic backgrounds, uh, personalities, and all of us got along very well with one another because we respected one another and we understood we needed each other to have success. And I think that's why we had so much success during that time. So you were part of uh, the team that won the Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos in 2014. That is, that's really cool. So many people will also remember the safety in the opening seconds um, and the role you played. So, yeah, I mean, that, it's a simple question, but what, what was it like to win the Super Bowl? Amazing, amazing. You know, <laughs> uh, at that time, I was I was the first player because I went 0-16 as a rookie when I played with the Seahawks or when I played with the Lions. And then, you know, five years later, six years later, I'm in the Super Bowl and I have the fastest score in Super Bowl history and different things like that. Um, so being able to win the Super Bowl in that time meant I, I feel like it meant a little bit more to me than, say, some of the other guys because of my road and my path up until that point. Uh, was completely different. You never thought I'd be in the Super Bowl after how my career started. So, uh, you know, it was an amazing journey. It was a great experience. Didn't realize the impact they had on the city of Seattle until I retired. But overall, though, just being able to be the last team standing in the uh, in the National Football League when there's so many great players and so many other individuals that have played for a long time, never got to the Super Bowl, let alone winning the Super Bowl. It was a it was a great experience for sure. 
Um, unfortunately, you didn't have the chance to play the London game in 2018 with the Seahawks. Um, how excited are you now for the Seahawks for this game in Munich that's basically the first game in Germany, Germany ever? I think it's going to be amazing. So I was in Munich um, this summer doing some stuff for the Seahawks, doing some content stuff and, and visiting. And, and I, I took a trip to Germany probably like three years prior to that with the NFL. And it's always, always, always a lot of love. You know, you don't realize how much Germany love, or just the world, but Germany in particular loves the NFL and football. But in particular, there's a lot of Seahawks fans in Germany. <laughs> yes. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, I asked, and I asked why, because I was, I was kind of confused. I was like, man, like of all teams, why did, you know, you guys adopt the Seahawks? And it, it, they, well, what was told to me was because when football became, the NFL became a big mm. deal to them was back in 2014, 2012, yes. 2013, 2014. Well, that's when we were at our peak, right? That's exactly. when we were doing our thing and we were doing the So, so it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And, and I love it out there, man. They have so much love for the Seahawks. They have so much love for, for football. It's, it's going to be a great venue, a great space for, for them to have a game out there. Yeah, particularly about that, like how, how impressed were you with the stadium and like the whole setup uh, here? Do you think that's that's gonna that's gonna work? For, because for us, like like German stadiums and stuff, it's it's a little different, you know. So like we were still like thinking about, okay, is this actually working? Um, what do you think about that? I definitely think it'll work. I mean, I think the venue is amazing. I think the stadium is is amazing. Uh, the seating. Uh, I mean, to be able to fill it up, I think, what is 70 plus thousand people. Uh, I know I heard the tickets sold very fast. Um, you know, I, I think the venue is going to be amazing, though. I think it's going to be loud. It's going to feel like it's going to feel it's going to feel like a home game for the Seahawks. I really do mm -hmm. believe that. You know, I, I feel like it's going to be loud. It's going to be a lot of energy, electrifying. And it's going to be a great first outing in Germany for the NFL. For sure. So. Mm, another question that I have, which I find very, really interesting, is that the NFL is growing internationally a lot, right? So there is more, there are more chances for international players. Um, could be a big chance for the NFL as well. So when you look in the uh, the NBA, maybe the MLB, but especially the M the NBA, there are lots of actually stars from Europe and all over the place. Um, what are your expectations here? Do you think if we look down the road, maybe like five to ten years, uh, the NFL could look similar like that? Um, you know, I, I think so. I think the potential is very much there because, you know, I, I've gotten I was fortunate enough to, to be able to see some of the different leagues and, 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 you know, now kids are playing at a little bit of earlier age. We have a kid on the Seahawks team, Aaron Donkers, who, who, who's from Germany as well. And he, he has potential to, to, to get some playing time possibly this year as well. And he would be the first person uh, in, in a while, I believe, that, that has done that. So, Uh, he's showing that Germans are athletic and, and, and can do some things, right? So I, I do see uh, the, the more international folks being involved in, in being able to play some football at a high level as well. You already mentioned Pete Carroll before. He's the one element that always stayed the same at the Seahawks. Can you tell us a little bit about your special relationship with him? How do you see him as a person and how he impacted you also? 
Well, I, again, like I mentioned with Coach Carroll, I think the leadership, style of leadership, you know, uh, the NFL is a very militant type of, of mindset, um, at least when I was playing, you know, where coaches wanted you to be a certain way, they wanted you to dress a certain way, they wanted you to, you know, just certain ways of doing things. And Coach Carroll was completely opposite. You know, he had music playing uh, in the meeting rooms, you know, we, we, we shot basketball hoops, uh, we were shooting before meetings you know it's just a good time it's fun energetic a lot of energy all the time but he allowed everyone to be themselves you know like I said we had a wide range of guys you have Marshawn Lynch you have Michael Bennett Richard mm -hmm. Sherman all these guys have different personalities and he allowed those guys to be themselves uh and and those guys would perform at an even higher level because of that you know, so I, it showed that you can have a different type of coaching style and still have success in the NFL or in football in general. Yeah, I think that was also like a big, big thing for for him when he were uh, when he was at USC. Um, why it actually worked over there, like uh, really, really cool. So, just like a final question uh, outside of the Super Bowl, what was your like most memorable moment for for the Seahawks? Wow, outside of the Super Bowl, that's tough. Um, you know, obviously going to two Super Bowls back to back was was huge. Obviously, we lost the second one. Um, but I would say independently, um, you know, just from my perspective, not even a team perspective, I think being able to make it to the Pro Bowl as a Seahawk was pretty cool, too, because at that time, I think we had nine Pro Bowlers on the team, you know, which is is unreal to, to think about. But to be one of those nine To, to, to be one of the top players and being respected by my peers um, and, and also getting some of the media votes, I think was, was a pretty big highlight in my career with the Seahawks, just being able to do that with a bunch of great players on your team. It's, it's hard to make the Pro Bowl, let alone make it with a bunch of players on your team. Um, that's extremely hard to do. So being able to do that, I thought was really cool and unique. That's amazing. You had a great career and we hope to see you hopefully in Munich in, in November. Um, thank you so much for taking the time and um, have a good night and good evening. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, I appreciate it. Thank you guys. Again, you know, I think I think the media space in Germany is going to grow. I think football is going to grow uh, in Germany as well. I look forward to, to seeing it. I, I hope to be there in November as well. And you guys have a good one. It's going to be a great time, though. It's going to be a great thing for the for the country, for the city of Munich and the NFL. Of course. Perfect. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you so much. So we are super happy to welcome Jeff Richards, the Vice President of Marketing and Community Engagement. That's a very long title uh, of the Seattle Seahawks uh, on the show. Jeff, welcome. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about your role that you have with the Seahawks? Yes, happy to. Uh, I am entering my 12th season with the Seahawks and um, I tell folks I've got the most fun job here, uh, probably outside of Pete Carroll. Um, I get to work with the 12s every day. Uh, my groups are marketing, our fan engagement, game entertainment, community, um, you know, how we show up on social and digital media. So we have the, we believe we've got the best fans, uh, in the NFL and, um, the groups that I work with, 
uh, are charged with entertaining, engaging, um, keeping them informed of, of what's going on. And one of the most fun things that I've gotten to work on is our international marketing. Um, and uh, uh, that's been a, a blast to just see the interest in the Seahawks across the world. Yeah, so with the team coming to Germany, um, I mean, it's a significant moment probably for, for the Seahawks franchise. Um, can you explain a bit more about the, like the background around the selection process for the game in Munich 2022 and how it has happened uh, from your perspective? Yeah. So really the NFL uh, at the league office in New York, they decide the schedule, including who plays in the international games. The home teams or the designated teams for, for those games, whether it's in Germany, in the UK, in Mexico or, or beyond eventually, those are usually now going forward going to be clubs who have IHMA rights, so international home marketing area rights um, in those countries. The visiting team, um, so that would be the Seahawks uh, in, this, in this Germany game, are selected um, after those, those uh, home teams are picked. So in this particular uh, situation, the Bucks were identified, Tampa Bay Buccaneers were identified as the team that would host this game. And so the NFL looked at their schedule. And as I've been told, the Seahawks jumped out uh, to them on that, on that schedule. Um, the strength of our following internationally, but especially in Germany, um, the way that the 12s showed up at our game in 2018 at Wembley Stadium when we uh, played the Raiders and being there, it was it felt like a Seahawks home game. That was sort of a common phrase that we heard from broadcasters, the NFL um, and even the players on the field sort of felt like a Seahawks home game. And so the NFL uh, said, we want to have this first game in Germany. It's so important. We want to have it be as uh, great a success as possible. And um, we were lucky enough to be selected to to play that game. You already talked a little bit about like the great fan base that you have internationally. You have a great fan base in Canada, but also in Germany. We know the German Seahawkers everywhere. Like they're, I think, the biggest fan group in Germany. So great work from them. Could mm -hmm. you imagine also in the future that you maybe have like the home market agreement um, for Europe or for Germany in particular? That has been a topic of conversation and, and, and the strength of the fan base in Germany, um, especially with the work that Lucas and the German Seahawkers uh, have done to feed that interest um, from fans there in Germany. It is absolutely something that uh, is, is a point of discussion internally. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, it's a big commitment. And what we're evaluating right now are the benefits of those IHMA rights versus sort of the limitations or the uh, obligations that may come along with uh, having those rights. So it is absolutely something that's being discussed um, it would be a thrill to be able to do that, but it doesn't preclude us from not having rights right now. It doesn't preclude us from engaging with the fans there in a variety of ways. Um, uh, so we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect transition, actually. So tell us a bit more about your like plans for the Munich game in regards to like marketing, community engagement, regardless of the international home marketing agreement. As soon as I found out that we were going to be playing in this game, I 
got immediately excited. Uh, my <laughs> mind started spinning with, with opportunities and, and questions. Uh, a group of us went out in uh, June to Munich and it was my first time uh, being in Munich, but beautiful city. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, the German people that we interacted with were incredibly welcoming. We're, were, there was excitement across the city for this game. We were uh, at a, a bar in the, in the hotel one night. The bartender uh, finds out that we're from the Seahawks and turns out he's this lifelong Seahawks fan. Oh. He <laughs> has a deep passion for the team. Um, cool. And we had a great conversation all evening. We went down to Neuenstein Castle, um, just south of, uh, of Munich. And we had a, our 12 flag, which sort of represents our fan base. And two different groups uh, came and said, are you Seahawks fans? And when we they found out we were from the Seahawks, there was excitement. So this, this a bunch of random um, interactions with, with German fans, we felt just in a couple of days in June that there was a huge passion for, for the Seahawks. But as you know very well, there's a huge passion for the NFL in general in Germany. The NFL knows that. They characterize it as probably the biggest opportunity market for, for them um, with such an educated, smart, and passionate uh, group of football fans in Germany. They want to turn Munich into the NFL experience. So I don't want to steal their thunder and tip too much of what the <laughs> NFL is going to do. But if you're in the old town area there in Marienplatz, Audienceplatz, that area um, where there's so much history, you will know the NFL is in town. There will be experiences mm. for um, the most passionate uh, NFL fans and people who don't know anything about American football. Uh, it will be <laughs> a really wonderful um, sort of football festival for two or three days over the, over the course of the weekend. So that's kind of what the NFL has planned. From a team standpoint, we'll have a home base that's going to be right in that area. We're going to be at a pub, uh, a, a beautiful, historic, very large pub right there um, in, that, in that area. And it will be the home base for Seahawks fans and hope, you know, established and hopefully new Seahawks fans. We'll have entertainment going throughout the weekend. Fans will be able to come and pick up uh, giveaway items, commemorative items to remember the game. Um, they'll get to meet former Seahawks players. They'll get to uh, meet our mascot, which is a big thing in, a, in American football. Uh, Blitz um, will, will be there. And one of my favorite things from our experience in London that I want us to bring to the, uh, to the game in Munich is we had a giant world map. And then we had these little 12 flag pins. And over the course of the weekend in, in London, fans from mm -hmm. all over the world would come in and grab one of those pins and put right. it on the map where they were from. What we noticed uh, in hindsight uh, was that Germany had the greatest concentration of these little 12 flags. So there were so many German fans in London, but we'll be excited to do something similar um, here in Munich in the pub and just see where fans are coming from. There's a handful of other things that we'll do some fun content and I'll, honestly some exciting content that, that will uh, bring the Seahawks and a few really iconic uh, members of the Seahawks to Germany before uh, the Munich game. So we'll roll some of that out here before the game as well. But really the idea is whether you are uh, a Seahawks fan from Germany or you're coming from Seattle 
or the UK or Brazil, that you have a home base, you have a place where you can come connect with other 12s and you can also uh, interact with, with the SIUX. So you can tell, you can probably see my enthusiasm. I'm excited. (laughs) Just the interaction with, um, with fans, again, whether they're brand new fans or they've been fans since they were a kid, uh, we are excited about the opportunity to just interact with them, especially German fans. Wow, you did some great teasing. <laughs> uh, we cannot <laughs> wait, exactly. Um, so how open are the Seahawks to come back to Germany in the next years? As you said, you're not yet a home marketing team, but the interest is there, obviously. The interest is there. From a Seahawks standpoint, we have been excited about this. Now, uh, Pete Carroll, John Schneider, our head coach and our GM, found out uh, pretty early on that this German game was a possibility. And immediately as they were preparing for this year's draft, they started to try to learn German um, in uh, in the draft room there uh, each day as they were um, looking at and scouting for the next next group of Seahawks, they were learning German. So the team is excited about it. Uh, We are excited about it. And we have a weekly call with uh, the German Seahawkers um, and the NFL, we know they are excited for this game as well. We would love to come back. Again, it's up to the NFL. It's not our choice. So whether our next international game is in, in Germany and maybe another city in Germany, or it ends up being in Canada or Mexico City or Brazil or China, we're up for it. And we know that um, Seahawks fans, uh, we have a saying, we say there are 12s everywhere. And so we know Seahawks fans will show up in in great numbers um wherever that game is but we would love to come back to germany i've fallen in love with with germany already just being there a couple times in the last few months so i'm excited to be there in november awesome so i guess we will see you in november in i hope so yes yes come visit us and fans can uh can go to seahawks.com um slash international right now they can sign up for information but in the next couple of weeks once we get past uh our our home opener we'll really start talking to fans who intend to come to the game and we'll be sharing what those plans are in more detail how they can come meet former players how they can come meet blitz how they where they can go and when they can go and and sort of what's going on so we'll share all of that uh and then in the coming weeks awesome perfect Perfect. thank you so much jeff thank you nice to meet you thank you very much we are so happy to have aaron donko here on the show uh hey aaron how are you doing I'm great. I'm blessed. So um, it was really interesting to to read uh, in front of this episode and just follow your journey and read a bit about your journey. So um, can you talk to us a little bit more about that? So um, tell us a bit about your, your journey to, to the NFL. I just sort of punter, I guess, playing football for the first time, going to New Mexico military to play junior college ball, um, playing college ball in uh, Arkansas State, um, getting ready for uh, pro day with Christian Moore and um, going through the international pathway program and now being part of the you know Seattle Seahawks yeah so you played also for the Dusseldorf Panthers in the GFL do you think this time prepared you also for the time in the NFL or any time is preparing you for the future I guess um, so we had um, I had teammates around me um, I mean I had great coaches around me that put the foundation down for me so 
that definitely helped me. And um, I remember we did not win too many games with the Sudolf Panther, so it taught me. <laughs> To not watch the um, to not watch the play clock, but just play one down at a time. That way, really taught me. Hmm. Yeah, that makes a and, lot of sense. And to inspire the people around you, you know. I mean, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so you already mentioned the the IPP, the International Perfect Program, and yes. we all, already talked to some some players um, from the IPP actually about it. So that's that's super interesting because it's kind of like from before there's always like this typical way right you go to college and then you go to the nfl um, before you go into uh, high school then this, this is not like the easiest way for international players there are more and more players from from germany from europe actually doing that um but how did you find this experience actually how did the ipp help you um it helped me to just get an opportunity you know um there was a lot of COVID. um we had not a pro mm -hmm. day With me, I did not go the normal route through college, um, so I'm just blessed to to have an opportunity um, and be here right now with the Seahawks and you know get better every day, get the best coaching in the world, and try to take advantage of it. Sure. Um, so you're now with the Seattle Seahawks, as you said, and it's for us, it's super interesting because this podcast is mainly about the game in Munich and the Seattle Seahawks will play the game in Munich. Um, yeah. How has your time been so far in Seattle? It's been a great year so far. Um, Seattle is really beautiful um, around this time. And so I've been enjoying myself. I've been connecting to my teammates. Um, I'm learning the game every day. I'm still like a kid in a candy shop when it comes to football. <laughs> I'm just excited to learn. And um, the coach is really investing in me. So I'm, I'm really blessed. So, so, I mean, you just mentioned you're still like a fan uh, of, of the game. And now you're, I mean, for a long time, you have been a player. So how is that for you that, there's going to going to be a game in Germany, like an NFL game in Munich, which is like a huge thing over here. Also for a lot of like Seahawks fans, the Seahawks have like a huge following in Germany. Um, how excited are you about this game? I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for many reasons. I'm excited that, you know, there's a kid out there that maybe don't know football. And then with the, all the hype, he's going to get introduced to the sport of football, maybe a little earlier than I did. And he's, you know, <laughs> it's going to change his life. So um, I'm excited for these stories. Um, I'm excited for my teammates to get a little bit of taste of Germany. I'm excited to for Germany to get a little taste of the Seahawks, for what we represent and, you know, put it on the pitch. Um, but for me, I'm just taking it one day at a time. We worry about week one right now, getting mm -hmm. ready um, for the Denver Broncos. And week 10, I think, um, we playing in Germany. So one day yeah. at a time. Yeah, yeah, true. True that. Do you think you already talked about opportunity and that the IPP is a great opportunity to player making it from Europe to the NFL? Do you think that it's just the beginning for German players in the NFL? Because we've seen some great like names, Marcel Dabo, for example, um, making it to the Colts earlier this season. So do you think there's still potential? Yes, definitely. Um, I mean, for me, nobody's entitled to anything nobody's entitled to an opportunity i'm just um i feel like just the growing of the sport in germany in general so the kids who are um who are very talented 
Um, they might choose football over soccer. They might choose football over basketball because they see there is a future connected to it. If I put my all into it, I can see myself ending up and playing in the highest level. So if, if you're able to communicate to the kid the vision of, hey, if you put your all into it, you might end up in the NFL, then why not take a step forward? Um, but right now, Germany, and it's going to be like that, um, and it's good like that, Soccer is the biggest sport, it should be, um, maybe basketball afterwards, but just showing kids that there's a route to, you know, play this game on a high level. So that's also uh, interesting. Um, uh, for me, I followed like for the last years, like uh, actually 10 years, like lots of different US sports and you also played um, basketball um, quite highly. Um, so I think especially in, in the US, it's typical, right? Like lots of yeah people actually when or kids they're actually playing in high school they're doing different sports um mm -hmm. and here it's a bit different because most kids they're actually doing like then they play soccer and then that's it um but or handball yeah for example yeah there are lots of different sports but they mostly stick to it right so yeah. mm, for you like for example there's like a 10-year-old kid right now there's he sees like the game in munich is excited about it but play is playing soccer or basketball so far what do can you tell them about like what you learned maybe from basketball and how it helped you for, for your football career? Yeah, I mean, it helped me a lot. Just, you know, it was fun. And that's the first thing, it was fun. And I, you know, I learned a lot just being around my teammates, taking coaching, even learning English, mostly being around, you mm -hmm. know, big coaching back in the days. They gave me the opportunity to practice with the first team. So I learned a lot and um, physically, mentally, And I feel like for the kids who are listening, um, don't be scared to reinvent, reinvent yourself, you know, at any point. You know, if you feel like, you know what, let me try this or let me try that. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Uh, don't put yourself in a box by no means and just, you know, go with the flow. Um, just because you played soccer the last three years doesn't mean you have to, you know, do this for the rest of your life. And that goes for anything. So um, don't be scared to try new things, you know. And uh, I hope that the game in Munich, um, you know, because I watched the Super Bowl, like 2016, mm -hmm. Von Miller uh, going crazy. Uh, and I was like, wow, maybe I can do this, you know. So I'm really blessed. Um, good point, because I started watching the NFL, I think, in 2012, 13. And I remember back in the days, back then, nobody really cared about the NFL. So much has changed in the last 10 years. Where do you see the NFL in the next few years, like growing um, in Germany? Um, I feel like it's, it's a little bit on the shoulders for the people um, who are, you know, Yeah, Jacob Johnson, the, um, you know, me or Marcel Dabo, and, you know, the kids who are, who are from Germany, um, just to represent, you know, and carry that out. And or even the kids who are in college, you know, why not? So as much as they succeed, I feel like the people can relate to it and be like, man, it could have been me or this can be me. Why not? You know, so um, I hope that the people who are, you know, from different countries really flourish and take advantage of the opportunities so you have had history um you already told us about it uh, where you moved to the u.s um you have experience playing in america right uh, before so has this transition or journey made that easier for you to to get to seattle and actually like yeah yeah make the transition easier do you recommend also for other players to um 
rather stay in Germany or like just try to get get a place at some college, even though it might not be like the highest power five school? If you have a chance, go through the process of going to college. It's like the international pathway program, um, you know, go through the process of going to college, I would say, um, because it, it's it's there to prepare you, you know, um, like, or even go to high school if you want to go to high school early. Just um, you're going to have to make the same strides, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to elevate your game one way or another. Uh, and I think if you surround yourself early with people who are just as obsessed with the game as you are, it's going to elevate your game. So um, if you can, if you have the opportunity, you know, go to high school or go to college and just soak it all in and, um, you know, fall in love with the game. I have one last question. Um, how did Pete Carroll and the other coaches in Seattle influence your game so far? Oh, a lot. I feel like if you just surround yourself with um, the right people, it's just you naturally just elevate um, the attention to details, um, the way you come to work, the consistency that you'd be the same player every day. If you be that player, you know, be that player. Um, no, the standard they set, um, and just I feel like just a way of how you do your job um, is inspiration, and for me. Um, how to carry yourself as a, as a player. So um, it went a long way and I appreciate all the coaches who've been investing in me. And um, um, I'm, I'm just waiting on my time till I can, you know, can, can ball and play and be out there. So until then, I'm just preparing. Thank you so much for taking the time, Aaron. We really appreciate it and best of luck. Hopefully we see you in Munich. Yeah, hopefully we see each other in Munich. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you so much.